welcome to another edition of the Document Hour History Podcast, the DOHS Podcast. My name is Oladadi Ajayi. I'm the host of the DOHS Podcast, which is a bibliotherapy podcast for women and girls who have been victims of or survivors of sexual and gender-based violence. Um, here we we tell our stories. We use our stories to lift other women up to let them know there's light at the end of the tunnel, like they say, and. Um, we hug, we share tissues because we are emotional and sometimes it gets really heavy and it might be today. Anyway, let me not get ahead of myself. We have someone today who's going to be sharing a, a story of abuse. Um, who, she was abused severely in the hands of family member just because they took advantage of a situation anyway. So, um, let I introduce herself. Hi. Hi. Good evening, Ma. Good evening. Tell us your name. Oh, my name is Blessing. Thank you, Blessing. You are indeed a blessing. Beautiful blessing, I tell you guys. Okay, so Blessing, um, we know you're here to share your story. Um, the emotional abuse, um, physical abuse, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, and all of the other kinds of abuse that you endured at the hands of family member. Can you just give us a bit of your story and we'll move on from there? Thank you, everyone. Uh, my name is Blessing once again. Um, my story starts this way. Um, I was staying with my parents in Oshun. Then from there, my dad starts sickness, so he died. In Oshun? Yes. In your state or in Oshun State? Oshun State. We stay in Oshun. Okay. Shugo. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So my dad fell here and he died. So we now, from there, we, we go back to my state. So my auntie that is staying in Lagos, she came back to the village for my dad's burial. So when she came back from my dad's burial, she, I was about to school then, but I couldn't school anymore because my dad is gone. So she took the advantage and said I should come to Lagos with her so she could assist me in my school. <clears throat> so I, I came to the Lagos with her so the day I came to Lagos, uh, the day I came to Lagos, she asked me to go and make indomie for myself. So I went and I was about to make the indomie. Then I took two of our pepper, one tomato, I sliced them to mix with the indomie. Then she now got to the kitchen. When she saw the pepper and the tomato, she got so upset at me and she slapped me for taking her pepper and hmm. tomato. The, the day you got to Lagos. The day I got to Lagos. The very day I get to Lagos. So she slapped me. She got so very upset for me taking tomato and pepper to make indomie. Then she asked me, um, who did that? I mean, who does that? Like, like everybody does that. Everybody <laughs> slices something. You know, so what? Who does that? So I was pleading. I was pleading with her. 
begging her, telling her I'm sorry. So from there, I'm sure you were uh, so shocked. Yes, like, I was so shocked. I just came in. I just came here. You you asked me to come. Yes, you, the know? very day I came, and you started slapping day, me. She started slapping me. Bro. So then that that went. The next day. She took me to her shop. She showed me everywhere. She showed me what she's selling, what she do for a living. Then she tell me the price of everything, how I'm going to go about it, how I'm going to sell for her. So I I said okay, I'm good with it, ma. I will make sure I fix everything. So as times goes on, I I started asking her about my my school because she brought me to school in Lagos. So I started asking her, um, Ma, there is time for for jam and I, I want to road jam and see how the thing can go. So she was like, Do I think she brought me to school? But she did not bring me to school in Lagos. I was like, I was shocked. I could not say a word because um, I'm with her. I don't have any power. She brought me, so I was I was patient with her, and she was like panicking, like waiting to train someone in school is 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 easy. That's that, why she said she was, yes wanted to bring you to Lagos. Yes. She was like So basically she she deceived you. She deceived me. She deceived me. So as time goes on, I keep asking her and she 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 keep refusing me on getting me admission in school. So as time goes on, she she started inviting people to the house. Then she started introducing me to them. These my friends. These my friends, and they they normally comes around, and they were like, "Blessing, how are you?" I'll tell them I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. So there was a certain time she started sleeping outside. She don't come to the house anymore. Only me will be in the house. I'll be the only person sleeping in the house. So like that, then some men now started coming to the house and like looking for me so i started asking them a question why are you people looking for me is there anything so the man answered me that my madam asked him to come and pick me to his house tomorrow wait. morning she will come and pick me up oh wait wait your aunt left the house she was not even she left you alone in the she room left house. that's why the fact that you had just come from yes ma'am yes ma'am so she, she was sleeping somewhere me. else and then asked men to come to their house yes and picked me to their house then Whoa. the next uh, morning she would come and pick, pick you me from the men's pick me house. from the men's house that's she wanted to pimp you she she wanted to use you yes. for prostitution yes ma'am Whoa. so oh my god that's a family member so i i started arguing with the man i don't want to go with you i don't even know you i don't know where you're coming from i haven't seen your face before so how can i follow you okay if you want me to follow you then call my aunt then i will know what to do so the man called my my aunt so she was talking rudely to me on the phone and, and asked me to follow the man to his house 
I was like, why do you want me to follow you into the house? Sure. I've been the only person sleeping in this house. So how can you ask me today to follow a stranger to his house? She was like, if I don't want her to come down and beat me up, I should follow the man. And now, I now gave her an answer. I said, ma, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going with him. She got upset and caught the and end the call. Mm. So, why ending the call? The man was trying to drag me. So I tried to tell the man, if you drag me, I'm going to do something stupid here. So the man was like, who is this girl? Who is this girl that she brought? That was the word. Like maybe the he man was said, not expecting any resistance. Yes. That. Maybe it's something that your sister would have told you about. So when yes, he comes, you yes, just follow him. Yes, ma'am. Wow. So what came out from his mouth was, who did she think she brought? Like, who is this girl? I was shocked. And what, what did this woman want me to do? Like, where is she taking me to? And what did she brought me for? Oh, okay. This is what she prostitution. <laughs> so from there... It's very obvious. <laughs> From there, the man got upset and, and left the house. And the next morning, my aunt came back very early from where she goes. She came back very early and she started beating me up in the house and saying, do I know how much the man gave her for Ooh, me to she follow? She confessed that yes, the man for me to collected f- money. Yes, for me to follow him to, the, to his house, do I know how much he, he, he gave her? I was I was break down like I was I was down and screaming that that's, that's such a wicked thing to do to a child to to even an adult that you knew that she doesn't know anybody in Lagos you had no help and then she asked a man to come and pick you up she asked a man to come and pick me up yeah, I'm even happy that the man left and didn't even you know force himself on you yes, because you could have overpowered you Yes, ma'am. So that one went. Then, as time goes on, she now asks. I mean, she brought something into the house for me to 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 drink. Like I was like, I was asking her, what what is this, and why do you want me to take this? She was like, I must take this thing, and whatever she asks me to do, I must not refuse her. That's what giving. That's the word given to me by her. So I was now like, why do you want me to take this thing? But why do you want me to take it? She's like, I I must take it. She was trying to force me to to take wash to to yes to drink it. So I was refusing her. From there, we started dragging. We started dragging with each other. I started dragging the thing from her. So why drag dragging the thing? The, you know, the thing now fell down, then the glass broke and the the drink inside the the, the bottle was poured away. Wow. It was poured Sheesh. away. What? I, I don't even know what questions to ask. Like you don't know what the substance was, you don't know what was inside. I the don't bottle. know what was inside the bottle. You wanted the to force somebody yes, to drink something. To drink. It's this is like so, a movie. So the thing now poured away. So after the thing poured away, she started beating me up mercilessly. So 
she asked me to go and kneel down and raise my hand up and close my eyes. There. That was the punishment she gave me. So, hmm. I obeyed her and I, I, I went and kneeled down and started crying. So, she seized my phone. She seized my phone from me. For me not to get to any of my family, for me not to get to anyone. Of course, so that people back in the village would not hear that she had been maltreating you. Yes. So she seized my phone, so I could not get to any of my family. So from there, the next morning, she now asks a man to come and inject me. She oh asks a man to come and inject me. So. I was the only person in the Inject house. you with what? Did inject. you know what was? I don't know what was there. But she asked a man to come and inject me. So the man came. I was the only person in the house because she asked me not to go to her shop. That she would be the only person going to shop today. That I should stay in the house. That's my punishment. And I must not enter her kitchen to take any food. She locked her kitchen. She asked me not to eat anything from the house so she comes back abusing you in so many ways like she tried sexual abuse emotional abuse physical abuse beating you up at any given time and she was just damaging she was trying to damage as a person and who knows what kind of poison was inside the drink she wanted to give you so that's it man so when the man came when the man now came the man she asked to come and inject me in the house so when the man came the man was trying to force me to take the injection so from there i started singing i started singing a gospel song i started praying i was praying in my mind and was singing. I'm sure you were so scared. I was so How very can somebody, scared. When you were not sick or anything, somebody wanted to inject you. I was so very scared. I started dragging with the man. The man said, I should better calm down for him to inject me and go. Started screaming, I should, I should, I should calm down for him to inject me and go. Wow. We're now dragging, dragging, dragging. So for my music and the prayer, that moment, I don't know, the man was, his, his, his heart was arrested by the music. He had pity on you. He now had pity on me. He started asking me a question. Do I know what is in this injection? I said, why do you ask me, sir? You are asked to inject me. This is my hand. You can inject me and go. He now said, no, you will not inject me because why you will not in- inject me is because my, my son touched his heart. And he now said to me that from there, he's going to change. Wow. He will not do that again. And he started telling me about the injection. He said, if he gave me the injection, anything my aunt tell me is what I'll be doing. I'll not be able to refuse her. And I'll not remember where I'm coming from. I'll not even have a memory 
of my or any of my I will not have a memory of any of my family. I will be I will only have a memory of my aunt and what she will ask me to do. That that's what the injection is is for. Oh my goodness. And so the man knew he had been doing it apparently. Yes. Wow. So I was I was down and started crying then. He now started petting me there and asked me to carry my luggage and follow him to the station. Wow. I was shocked. I don't want to follow him. In my mind so was, this police station? Yes. I don't okay. I don't want to follow him because it's an interesting tone of My mind doesn't follow him. Then I was now calming myself. Then for a while now said okay i'll follow you sir i'll follow you to the station but just make sure you are taking me to the station he said yes i'll i'll take you to the station and i promise i will not do this again so you know the man now take me to this is to the station from there the people do you remember the police station uh it was around where were you living where Festa Cross, Sixth Avenue. That's where we're still Sixth Avenue. So a station around um, maybe let me say six six one one around the C close somewhere. But I do not remember the place. Not a problem. I just do not remember the place. Yes. So when we get to the station, then we drop a statement. Then they will trying to you know trying to turn the the case on me because my aunt knows people there oh my goodness your aunt was a big big time criminal she even knew people she knew people at the the police station so when she came to the station she wanted you to now be the yes. you that was the victim. She wanted to turn the whole case on you. Yes, she wanted to turn the whole, all, the whole case on me and she wanted them to force me and go to and go back to the house with her again. So I wow. I have no power and the man that even bro- took me there has no power. So they they turn the case and they have to detail the man that took me there. Oh, they detained the guy that wanted to inject you that yes. took you to the station. Yes, they detail him. Wow. And all of them were waiting for the DPO to come for them to decide what to do to the guy and what to do to me. So why waiting for the man? Why waiting for the man? So the man came, the DPO came. So when the DPO came. My aunt does not know I understand Yoruba. Okay. So she herself doesn't understand Yoruba. But she tells the guys that are there, the police guys that are there to to use um, Yoruba and tell the man that to pawn the case and everything should be on my head that I stole her money and and want to run away with her Your money. Your aunt was searching. An organized criminal. So she was. She wanted the divisional police officer to think that she was the one that reported the case that you you stole her money. Yes. Yes. Mm, I see. Yes. So 
um, when they now submitted the 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 statements to the DPO, from there he 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 started he started looking at the 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 state yes the whole awesome. case. So by doing that, by doing that, um, those policemen they were now talking to him. What what to do to me that I stole the woman's money? I stole the woman's money and all that. So then they now the the, the, the DPO now asked you questions. Yes. He did not. He did not ask me a question yet. But the the police guys are uh, they are trying to turn the whole thing on my head. So why them saying it? And me, I I heard Yoruba. I I understand Yoruba. So I now have to meet the man myself. I stood up. I stood up and start talking to him. I used to remember for him. I call him Daddy. He said yes. So I, I, I asked him if I could talk to him. I was asking him in Yoruba language. So he said wow. So all of them, all the police guys there were, were shocked, shocked that, that you were even could understand to, what they were saying. Yes. All the lies they were telling about yes. you. So I was now telling the man the whole thing, the whole story, how I get to her and how I get to the station. And now I explain everything to the DPO. So from there the man asked the police guys to detail my aunt and bring the <coughs> the man Sorry. that took me to, to the station to bring back the guy from the cell. So, they put him so you know from there the, the man starts telling his story when he was young and what he has seen in his life what he has the, the man that was trying to inject you now the dpo oh okay okay because it was it was emotional when I was telling him my story. Oh, because all oh, because you lost your dad and yes. your, your hands had now maltreated you so much. Yes, so the man started telling his story. Now said, in fact, my aunt should be detained for four days. Oh, wow. She should be detained for four days. No belly for four days. So they now. So they now detained my after detaining my, my aunt. My aunt was now like you want to say so she wants to say something about the the man that she was the one that asked the man to come and inject me in the house, but she don't know how me and the man got to the station that the man has been doing it for oh, so she, she wanted to make sure that she the man wanted, was also yes, indicated the person yes. that wanted to inject you yes so she won't go down alone she won't go down alone so from there they have to detail the man too they have to detail both of them so the DPO now asks my aunt to pay to pay for all the suffer I have suffered for her she have to pay for it and she gave me transport to go back to my state. So she 
she gave me money to go back. Okay, some victory at least. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm, I'm a bit pacified. She paid even from the police detention. Yes. Okay. She paid. She paid. And the man has to give me his car to make sure I, when I get home, I, I, I call him to, to know if I have arrived in my state. Some policemen are actually... Uh, I, I, I wish I knew that policeman. I would try to know who he is. I think he deserves some kind of, you know, recognition for at least the good work he did because he was able to recognize that this is an abuse case. And then he was able to detain that. Even though I believe he did, should have even prosecuted her, taken her to court. That's kind of abuse. That kind of woman is even dangerous on so many ends. But let me not get ahead of myself. Let me allow you to continue. I like a good ending. So from there, I now I, I I went back to my state. So when I went back to my state, I still have one of my aunts here in Lagos again. That asked me to come to her. She's going to help me in school again. Okay. Yes. From from what I seen when I was in Lagos, I wasn't feeling too well to come back to Lagos again because of what I've been through. Stuff like that. I don't want to come back to Lagos. So I was telling her I don't want to come back to Lagos. So from there, she started begging me that she has a. Um, a good plan for me I should come she's going to help me she's not like our other sister so my mom tell me that this girl is really nice that she has been with them before when we were small like when okay. we were young the the lady that is asking yes that she has lived with us before so I now come back to her again in Lagos I I came back to Lagos again to meet the other one that asked me to come. So from there... Oh, because you just wanted somebody to send yes, you to school. Yes, ma'am. So oh when I came, she had five kids. And I've been the one taking care of them. Wash, fresh. Well, she... Let's, let me say, she's just using me. Basically, you were... Yes. Um, housemate. Yes. She just needed somebody to do yes. housework for her. Yes. And she lied that she was going to send you to school. She lied that she was going to send me to school. So she was just using me. So I got tired and I was asking her about school. I disturbed her and I want to go to school. I want to go to school. The next thing she sent me out of the house. So... <laughs> My goodness. She sent, she sent I'm, me I'm sorry, this is not this is not laughing at you. It's like how crazy is this happening again? She sent you out because you asked her that you wanted to go to school. Yes, ma'am. She sent me out of the house. So I started staying in uncompleted building. Somewhere somewhere around the house. So I will I will sleep. I wake up in the morning go out there, wash for people, then they give me food. So, as time goes on, I have nothing to do again. So, I was walking on the road, a woman just passed, 
and a, a car glass splashed my hand and she, she now have to stop that car. This fine girl is mad. What happened? So I was shocked then. Believe it, like yes. you, they thought you were insane. They thought I was insane, like not okay, not okay. Like a mentally yes. ill person because yes. of the way you looked. Yes. Oh my goodness. So she she said that, and I moved close to her and tell her, I am not mad. I called her. I said, Ma, I am not mad. Just what you've been through. I've been through. That's why I'm like this. Woman felt the pain and she took me to her house. So I started leaving to her. Fortunately, the woman died. Unfortunately, oh my goodness. The good ones just last. The woman died. So the woman died and now I have to live there again. This journey to destiny is is a long one. (laughs) I have I have to leave the place again and started squatting with a friend that I knew before in the streets. So why squatting with the girl? Problems here, problems all around. So I have to go back to village again. Then my sis my auntie now comes back to the village again to beg me that I should come back with her that she don't know what got over her that she has been behaving wrongly to me that this time around she's going to do well to me and she'll come back to Lagos so I now have to come back to Lagos City. the one that had five kids yes. that you were I was mistreating you too okay. so I have to come back to her again then she gave me a condition that she's not going to be feeding me I'll be the one feeding myself I should look for work to do so that I can be able to. If she wasn't going to feed you, why did she bring you from the village? Why why was she coming back to beg? She still needed somebody to be in the house. She still needed an housemate. Yes. Because how wicked this people are. So from there, I I found a little job that I was doing. So from there, I feed myself. But you still have to be working in the house. You still have to be working in the house. So, along the line, I really thank God for His love and mercy and protection. No, for real, for real, over my life. Uh, In all, I thank God that I find help. Okay. And now I'm living well. Wow. I am healthy. You found somebody that was I able found to help somebody you. that was able to help me and my life is really changed. I was be able to school now. Wow. That is really great to hear. And and, and probably you, you probably told someone about your story and then they decided to help you. They decided to help me and take me as they take me as their own as a daughter as a daughter they took good care of me 
and I'm also praying for God that I should make them proud in future. Amen, amen. So I really thank God. <sighs> I thank God. I thank God for we'll everything. Hold your hand for a minute because you've been through a lot, and I'm so glad that even that you were able to find um, a family that has taken you in to help you. Because I, I, in fact, I didn't even hear the. I don't know. Like the things that you say you've been through, people don't even go through something that is that much. Half of what you've been through, and they, they are they are like victims of um, drug abuse on the streets. They are like you know into gangs and all of that, right? And just to be able to survive, just and and I'm so thankful to you because you are such a determined person. You're such a focused person because you believe that you wanted to make it. In yes. a city, you wanted to go to school, yes. and despite all those sufferings, you were just stopping to come back just because you wanted to go to school. And I hope you keep that dream alive. So I know that you go to that school, you go to an higher institution, and you make it. And you won't just make it; you will make it big. I'm prophesying now. <laughs> Thank you. And I also pray I make them proud. Amen. You will. It's your story is so emotional, but I'm so thankful for you to be able to share your story that you have not shied away. Despite the fact that you have been a victim in all of this, you have still um, gathered enough courage to be able to share your story to, to tell others that just keep the faith, you're going to make it. Um, there's always hope for the living and there's light ahead of the tunnel because all the things you've been through, in fact, if I count on my fingers, the kind of abuse that you've gone through, psychological abuse, emotional abuse, almost sexual abuse, but definitely they have been harassed you sexually on two counts that you mentioned. Um, also, um, verbal abuse, physical abuse. I don't know, in fact, I've counted more than five, that's more than one. Wow. I'm glad you made it. Thank you. I'm going to read you a poem because this is a therapy podcast and poetry is our therapy. So please listen. Uh, this poem was actually written for a girl that went to some Latin. A girl I met in an airport and somebody was trying to like traffic her. Somebody was trying to you know, take her to be an housemate somewhere. Bone signs on her body. But before I could interrupt, they whisked that away. So I sat down and read the poem. This poem is titled Seas because I always saw this girl in my dream. So I didn't want to come to my dream because it was torturing me. Okay, Seas. To the girl in my dreams, I tried, you see. I made efforts to seize your traffickers, but mother tongue prevented me from reaching you. Forces beyond humanity were at play, for another woman grabbed you into her bosom. To the girl in my dreams, sharpened the pen of your existence after it had been dulled by abuse and faded by your leader, who made a mockery of your destiny and trafficked your dreams to bandits of hope, erasing the letters of your vision till it was just number, a hen high hen. Then, your aspirations were swallowed whole. But like dry bones, you shall rise again, man, <laughs> to restrict their vocal cords so they would have a sing. The song of freedom, the song of freedom, for all you ever had is rejection song, rejection song. Your pen sharp now is a manifesto of violence to thrust your traducers into your reality. A broken record of empty promises on sand, 
Rejection song. Repeat. Rejection song. Thank you. You're in the spirit. <laughs> okay. So, so, so that poem, I think how it applies to you is that um, the one, the, the first stanza that says, uh, I made efforts to seize your traffic eyes. But, you know, somebody made efforts to, you know, detain the man. But we don't know what happened to her story at the end of the day. But thankfully, Mother Tongue did not prevent you from reaching out. Thank God you even understood you but to be able to communicate with So guys, let the language of where you are, you should let you just joking. <laughs> just let's be aware of our community, of our surroundings. Let's try to blend in. Um, the sharpen the pen of your existence. This is what you have practically done. You have sharpened the pen of your existence. You have not um, you have not you have refused to remain in that um in, in, in the victimhood, in that mentality of they have been such a country, you have not chosen to remain um, living in that trauma, you have chosen to rise above it and this is such a great thing for anyone to do Thank you. and I know that um, your song will not be the one of rejection song again because basically right now you are singing the song of freedom you are free, congratulations. Free. Yes, I, I'm sure that you feel so good now that you have found help. Yes, sir. about the club. And um, I do hope that your story is able to help other girls that were in your kind of situation to please keep up on and also to leave the place of abuse, to seek help. Also, to visit, I mean, if you had had enough, um, you know, if you had been, um, what's the word there just now, exposed enough, to know that you could have just visited a police station all through that time your aunt was abusing you. Maybe you'd have been able to get out sooner, yes. escape all the abuse. But you didn't know, you didn't even know that somebody could help you and you, you were just there enduring the abuse. So it's a lesson for people to, you know, go to report to someone if you're going through abuse. Tell somebody about it. If the person is, you're not satisfied with the person's response, tell somebody else, tell people in authority, maybe a church leader, a policeman, um, just you know speak up against abuse that's the lesson for today i i think you would agree with that yes. that is important that you speak up against abuse yes and also that you share your story to help you know the honing your destiny that this is what you have been through yes and that you're shining through it yes i wanted to say that in your own words I'm shining through it yeah <laughs> you, you're above all of that abuse and I hope you didn't ever have to go through that again so thank you ma. thank you so much you keep using ma small girl small like you i just have small words bless you <laughs> so um, um i want to say thank you for coming to the gracious podcast for sharing your story thank you so much um once again, the DHS podcast, you can check us out on www.dhs podcast. Listen to us on Spreaker, on Apple, on every other platform that you're listening to this from. And also check out our sponsors, the Ghostin Center for um, Human Rights. What's your name? The Ghostin Center for Human Rights at the University of Nebraska in Omaha. Thank you so much for, you know, giving us the opportunity to help women and girls share their stories. You guys, please check them out. And if you see something, say something. If you say it beyond saying something, do something about it. You will notice that somebody is being abused around you. Please do something. Someone could have rescued you sooner as well, a neighbor or something. So please let us let speak up against abuse. That's it for me today. Hololaji Ajayi, the host of the Jewish podcast. And also my guest here, Say bye. Bye. <laughs>
inspired from this. <laughs> Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Bye.